Now, remember remember yeah. last week we talked about triangles. You remember this? Triangles Doritos. of sadness. Yeah. yeah. Doritos, triangle of sadness. And you remember which one we named the triangle of sadness? It's a little memory test. Um, it's a purple bag. Oh, yeah. Sweet chili. Sweet Taco spicy chili. chili. Sweet I think spice. it's spicy sweet chili, actually, which is kind of a yeah, confusing purple bag. jumble of things. Well, you know, triangles are triangles. That's one shape. You know yeah. what another shape is? I know a lot of different shapes. Uh, well, I guess square. I was going to say, <laughs> I kind of confused myself. I was going to say, I was going to say wheel, but wheel is in a shape. A circle is a shape, but a wheel is in a circle. Oh. Anyway, I, I thought because we're post Oscars, <laughs> we talked about triangle sadness last yeah. week. We're coming down from that mountaintop. Yeah. Um, which maybe we can talk about at the end of this episode a little bit, but we need to reset. We need a little palate cleanser. So what do you um, got for me? I think people have been clamoring. I privately anyway, have been yeah. clamoring and I what think you, you liked it more than we thought. Lay the wheel me. is coming back. The return of the wheel. The wheel strikes back. The wheel's back. <laughs> That's plane right. W- plane was better than we thought. Plane, it was a good experience. Maybe the I wheel's think, not so bad. I think this format is worth, I don't know how long ago that was, two months maybe? A month and a half? Right. That's that's probably a good frequency. It was long for enough the wheel. for it to get a sequel <laughs> deemed. <laughs> That's right. Will made a lot of progress since then. Not Will. Plane. I'm combining things now. The wheel. I combined wheel and plane. I wasn't thinking at all about the whale. That's the third one. But I combined wheels the third, and <laughs> to complete the trilogy. Anyway, yeah. I've got what do we got? What's playing? A wheel loaded up just like last time. Okay. If you didn't catch the last wheel episode. What we do here is yeah. Explain to the folks. Our local theater, the Benton Harbor Celebration Cinema, uh, always has the best movies on deck. All right. They don't pay us to and say I'm that. Being sarcastic. We're not being sponsored. They always have a selection of movies. It's, it's disappointing because if you go on the Celebration Cinema website, it shows you all the movies that you're playing and you get excited. You're like, oh, they're showing the Oscar shorts. Like, oh, they're showing the, oh, yeah. they're showing this. And then you click the little tab that takes you from seeing all theaters to the Benton Harbor Celebration right. Cinema. And then the, the options very suddenly oh, yeah. <laughs> decrease. So there was a compliment there. And then he took it away. The chain, I support the chain as a whole, but our local uh, offerings are always, uh, you know, we don't get all the highbrow to say the least. But anyway, I pulled up the list, and uh, what we like to do from time to time, what we did last time anyway, what I hope we'll do again in the future is load a bunch of those options up onto a wheel, and rather than us like choosing, selecting a movie, curating it for the show to go see and talk about and pair with something else, instead, rather than all that fuss. Yeah. We just throw them on a wheel. We spin the wheel. We let spin fate it. decide what we're going to go see. Right. We see it. We come back. We give it a real hot take. It's like, a real. It's kind of unnerving. Like a little just bit. in the in the minutes or hours right after the movie, we're talking about it and just getting it off our chest. Yes. I think we had a good time last time with the plane. So I will say that uh, plane we thought would be <laughs> awful, and it wasn't awful. Well, let me tell you the options on this wheel so you can gauge, you know, set okay. yourself up for how what's, disappointed What's you're currently be. playing at Celebration I've Cinema? I've got eight items on the list. I don't remember how many I had last time. I think it was only six, so it might be more, okay. a little more randomization this time with the wheel. But we're still in this slow period of the year. I know I said that last time I did the wheel. Yeah. So um, it's I, I don't think you're going to be thrilled <laughs> these choices, but here we go. Okay. We have um, Jesus Revolution. This is the uh, Kelsey Grammer. I've been in a movie theater where that trailer played. Christian movie, yeah. And skeptical. Um, I also have seen the trailer, and I thought, you know, for one of these religious, faith-based, kind of thinly-veiled evangelical <laughs> movies, I thought it looked okay for one of those movies. But I'm sure it would be it would be kind of... But uh, you're yeah. right. Kelsey Grammer gives it a little something. Yeah. Who doesn't like Kelsey Grammer? 
the Beast in, in X-Men The Last Stand. Oh, you're right. <laughs> that's that's my reference point for him besides Frazier. He's not playing um, Jesus, though, or anything. <laughs> that's, that's not my understanding. No, <laughs> okay. but I don't know. So Jesus Revolution is playing. Also, right. 65, this this mysterious Adam Driver movie yeah, I know. that kind of came out of nowhere. I haven't seen the trailer. I do know it's like a... Okay. I think I have seen a trailer or commercial or and something. And? It looks... It's like vaguely a movie. Action <laughs> that's, movie? That's how I, yeah, kind of. Time like, travel? Sort of like... You're right. You're yeah. He's like a space... There's there's monsters. He's, he's generally a safe bet. Yeah, you'd think you'd think, um, but I, I don't know like who's at the helm. I haven't seen a trailer again. Yeah. Um, next, Cocaine Bear. Are you familiar? There's a weird <laughs> part of me that wouldn't mind seeing this because <laughs> I've had some too. students see it and tell me how hilarious okay. it is. I thought it looked super dumb, but then I yeah. saw that Elizabeth Banks directed it, and I'm like, well, she's got some comedy. Uh, that was a pretty funny bit. I felt like I felt like there's there's maybe something to that. Okay. Um, Creed three is playing. I, Neither of us saw it, though we did kind of really use don't it wanna, as the occasion for. I three almost want to tell you to take this off the wheel because I really want to see would be too good. Creed. It doesn't. It doesn't qualify. <laughs> it's not in the, <laughs> the spirit of the wheel. No. Well, I, I really want to see one and two, and I haven't. So. Oh, so it might ruin the whole. <clears throat> correct. Yeah. And I care about it. Okay, as opposed, well, cross your fingers. We don't go there. Okay. Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. It's a quite a mouthful of a. I've only title. seen a poster. And Me too. I, it's got Jason Statham on it, and that's not the actor I was looking at. Oh, who else is Hugh Grant? <laughs> you do like Hugh Grant. I do like. Ever Hugh since Grant. Paddington Two, you've been nonstop. Ever since he's Hugh been Grant. arrested. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that movie, whatever that is, uh, Scream Six again. A little nervous. For what a was the last reasons. Scream movie you saw? I believe I saw. I know I saw the first. Two. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. I would have predicted you were you were. So not a I didn't. Scream. I've. It's Screamer. taken. I've become more of a baby over the years now, about scream, scary movies. Scream. It seems like if I like. There scream. is a horror movie to like for you. That would be it because it's it's like about movies. It's a yeah, movie about and it's movies. Funny. And it's funny. It's introspective. It's not and too, and it wasn't real scary. Yeah, I liked Scream. The first Scream, I like. I don't remember the second one. So again, my issue going to this would be less about being scared, and like well. We don't even know what the heck's going on. I haven't seen four, five, and six, or four and five, right. and three. Yeah, I think that checks out. <laughs> Crunch those numbers. Dave much. crunches the numbers. Was that I the got, right count? I got lost in that one because they came in a funny order. Um, two more movies on our list. We have <laughs> Champions, this Woody Harrelson basketball movie. And I was thinking, I saw this trailer, and I was thinking, I was like, oh, this seems just like a heartfelt you know, um, right. yeah. feel good movie. But then I forgot that he's he's white man can't jump Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he like is. he is Mr. Mr. Basketball. Well, I he, I, he has basketball roots. And I don't know if we can cinematic time. I thought roots. I've seen this trailer. I felt the same way. And I feel like the Fairley brothers oh. like who did Kingpin that Woody Harrelson was in. Oh, and Dumb and so Dumber. A deep, and so a couple of deep I, connections. I think that's Woody the same director. That could be interesting. I could be wrong. And then, of course, uh, still playing in our theater, Avatar, The Way of Water. I threw it on. You know, you never know. I don't want to see it, but I, if the wheel if the tells wheel, us to see it, if the you have to see it. The wheel tells us to see it. That's the only case I'll go see it. So as long I as feel we're like doing the wheel and as long as it's still playing in our theater, If a movie has been, could by the time, every time we do the wheel, it should get at least two <laughs> spots, T- two chances. Two the chances, chances should increase if it's still it's playing. Every time. <laughs> I could, Avatar be, two could still be playing the next time we do this. I mean, if Top we ever Gun do it again for six or seven months, right? Yeah, so that's this, true. This could this could be that movie as right. well. You ha- you're gonna have gonna to see Avatar two at some point. I don't because think I do. The world will demand it of you, Dave. The, the listeners, yeah. You, no. There's gonna be more of these things, and you're gonna be. 
Out of the loop. Happily. Everyone will loop. be talking about it. Oh, man. For good or bad. <sighs> probably so, bad. Okay, spin so those it. Those are your eight options. Do you, I mean, last time I checked, I asked you if there's any, you have any hopes and dreams? I don't want, you want, I don't want Creed 3. Right. I, you said that. For that s- a similar reason, but not as much, I don't want Scream 6. Um, the other ones, I feel like yeah. no good options. <laughs> None of them. I, I mean, the, maybe Champions, just because the fairly. I like some of those other movies. Sure, I'd root for Champions if I had to pick one. I think I'm rooting for Scream Six, which this is the opposite of what you just said. Okay, but I feel like for me personally, that'd be the most fun. I think I would enjoy Creed Three, but um, I respect that that you're not caught up, and that would yeah. be a bummer. Um, all right, I'm going to spin the wheel, and again, whatever it lands on, we're going to leave right now. We're going to go see. Then we're we'll gonna go see back, it. And we'll finish the episode. Love it. Here all we right, go. Here we go. What it land on? Hey everyone, welcome to the Thin Red Vine. This is Mark. And this is Dave, and we're back. Oh, from are we back? The movies. Oh my gosh. It I, was Operation Fortune colon. I need to talk about this movie. What is it? Uh, Operation uh, Fortune Ruse, Cookie. Ruse de, Ruse de Fortune. <laughs> it's got a long name. Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre, which yeah. I think, I assume they're they, doing they said in it order twice. to... Um, Make more of these movies, like Operation. Well, now Fortune, that we're talking about it, Operation Fortune colon a different subtitle. Uh, they kind of left it out there because you could just call it Operation Fortune and just walk cross away. Your fingers that there is a sequel, but, when you but have, they're like, uh, hey, an all-star cast like this. <laughs> there were oh a lot my of gosh, there were a lot of people in the movie. We couldn't, so we w- the rule is we walk out of the movie theater and uh, we can't talk about it. Right. We had the whole car ride home. Yep. May or may not have stopped at Wendy's after, <laughs> so that made it even longer. When you want a spicy chicken sandwich, <laughs> you got to get a spicy chicken sandwich. You just don't know I think how everyone it's going to come all the time. Yeah. If it comes with cheese and bacon, so be it. Yeah. Uh, and so I am just dying to share some thoughts on this. I have a, a, a feeling of how we both kind of feel about it, but <laughs> to some, what degree, I don't know. There were some murmurs during the screening. Let's oh, say. my gosh. So when we did Plane, I don't even – do we you just want to just give our quick – I think, yeah, we need to kind of Thoughts set up what the movie's about first. Yeah. Um, and this will be a spoiler-laden yeah. discussion because, um, you know, it's hard for us to... This is our first, like, debrief yeah. on the so, movie, so we're just going to talk freely. So if you actually want to go see Operation you, Fortune... I think... I know I made a joke last time about who would want to see Plane. I think it still applies here, <laughs> so I'm not sure whose experience we're ruining. Well, but, yeah, it, but, um, um, that's true. The I premise is... Yeah, tell is them about this. it. Um, so the lead character, kind of like last time with Plane, we had we had Captain Brody Torrance. This time, um, uh, Orson. They, said, they took our advice and they named the movie after the character. <laughs> so the movie is Operation Fortune. The character is Orson Fortune, which is that's kind of like a warm up for a. a well, we should use that before we go record. Orson Fortune. Orson Fortune. Then he's played by Jason Statham. Statham. And he's yep. kind of a fixer, James Bond type. In the movie, he's yep. like, he's he works for the government, or at least he's being contracted or hired yep. by the government. Though it's not clear that he himself personally is a government right. agent. Um, the Dread the, Pirate Roberts, yeah, uh, Carrie 
Carrie Yule, Yules? Yeah, yeah uh, I'm saying it right. Robin Hood. Right? I think Robin it was Hood. Robin Hood from Robin Hood Men and Tights. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, Same actor. He's, he's, that's what I yeah. always think of. He's also Jonah in Twister, if you want to go so that route. He plays um, the the government, um, what would you call this role? It's like the person who's, it's like Charlie yeah. and Charlie's Angels. It's like yeah. the person who's talking he's, to you through the intercom right. the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the and, guy giving him the mission. Yep. So he calls in uh, Jason Statham's character saying, we got a situation and we need you. Oh, we got your, a situation. Team. And we get introduced to the team for the first uh, several minutes of the movie to the different the different right. people that are going to be in this crack squad of sure. agents who are going to go. And the situation they introduce is this. There's some some mis- briefcase was stolen or some something was stolen. They don't even know what it was. They're calling it the handle. But something was stolen from a deep science facility somewhere. And they're bringing somebody in to go track down this thing to find it. Because obviously if it was stolen, it must have been important. They've been tracking it. And they get it down to a guy with a briefcase at an airport. And so they go in. It's sort of like a scene from one of the Bourne movies. They're just kind of sitting there looking around, waiting for this person to walk by. That was kind of fun. They're trying to sort of do a little snatch and grab. Right, this briefcase, but it turns out there's a rival. There's a rival squad. Uh, Correct of agents or special operatives there to Mike. also Mike's right, run there. by a different guy. A guy they all know. It's like it, they sort of play it like it's their friends or like their rivals, but they all know each other. Right. So there's like there's another squad of people there who's who use a little more rough and tumble tactics. Where Jason Statham's team end. is more is more uh more of like the suave lighter touch though of course yes. he's Jason Statham so he punches people in the face when he yeah. needs to but so that um, I mean that's like the gist of the movie they got to get this briefcase and the thing they're chasing for the rest of the movie switches a few times like oh now we're all after this briefcase oh now we're all right. after this laptop oh now we're all after right. this hard drive now we're all so like they kind of do a little right. a little um, three card Monty thing with like, what's right. the thing we're trying to find? What's the thing we're trying to beat yeah. the other team to? And it kind of so it's a chain one, of that. One of the we got to pause a little bit. One movie. of the team members is yeah. Aubrey Plaza. Yep. And so she's I I, I consider her a good actress. I did too. I did too. <laughs> Historically, <laughs> if I just saw this movie, I wouldn't think she's <laughs> a good not. actress. Um, and and eventually this briefcase, the chase leads us to the beyond billionaire. Uh, Hugh Grant. Yeah, we meet different characters as as the chase yeah. proceeds and who's but the, involved. So Hugh Grant's in these... another key character we meet, and yet another key yeah. character that I don't think has been. He's an actor we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, say it, Josh Hart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from uh, I only associate him with um, Pearl Harbor, sadly. So is it Josh Hartnett or Josh oh Hartnett? Hart? You're right. Yeah. You're right. Hartnett. Yeah. Hartnett. Yeah, I haven't. I the last time I remember really seeing him was Pearl Harbor, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. And he would have been great on that list of actors we haven't seen. Was he on your list of actors yet? He was one? not. Oh, I had. He would have been good in that episode. Yeah, I the, like a memory of like after a couple movies, thought like he had st- strategically st- wasn't like he wasn't getting roles. He like stepped away from acting yeah. intentionally. Sure. I don't know. Um, um, but yeah, he plays an actor in the movie. So yeah. anyway, it's like them chasing these objects and you're trying to, in that James Bondy kind of way, like you're trying to figure out what the bad guys are doing while pursuing them at the same time. And so it's a lot of right. like, here's the plan and people, people telling the plan to each other and then they yeah. go try to execute the plan and something goes wrong. But then yeah. Jason Statham punches his way out of it. And then 
you know, rinse and repeat yeah. three or four times. And right, you're meeting these different yep. people. Like Everyone has their earpiece and Aubrey's talking <laughs> yeah. to him on the microphone, yep. telling yep. him what to do. <laughs> Yeah. In a very and sensual way. It, right. It just kind of escalates and escalates. And the people, you know, some people are who you thought they were. Some people aren't who you thought they were. Or it's yeah. like, you know, that, that you can, it's kind of predictable. Yeah. It's very predictable. It's <laughs> every, very predictable. Everything you think is going to happen happens. Yeah. Every, every line you think someone's going to say, they say. Yeesh. Um, it's. And some, and some worse, I think. Yeah. Some, some uh, surprisingly bad. Yeah. Action movie. If you're just looking bit. to turn your brain off and watch some action. I don't even think it gives you that, frankly. If we're gonna, if I'm gonna get out in front of my feelings. Okay, yeah, let's, we got to get into this. I don't even think it's. It was a tough watch. Like I was, after the first hour, I was kind of checked. Is out. that when did you know I was, there was this? There was no point that this movie could redeem itself. Like the first after like ten minutes in that early. Yeah, I was okay. like, I'm not gonna like this. Okay, and it's it's. But I, let's. I want to try to to lead off on a positive note okay that's possible because yeah i feel like that's usually what we try to do is start positive i've got some positives and so why don't you get us started then um what's something that's like you know what i appreciated that about this movie um and obviously you know coming in i'm a, a fan as i mentioned earlier when, yeah. uh, <laughs> but i thought hugh grant was funny he at first, I agree. Hugh Grant was a was a light spot in the I movie. I thought for sure. because he was doing like a, a an accent, like I felt like he was just doing like a Michael Caine impression the whole movie a little bit. And at first, I was like, "Ooh, that's rough," but then <laughs> it just he just kind of landed on it, and it was fine. And I felt like he was a character who was just like kind of goofy and silly super rich and he's not taking himself too seriously in the movie and i could sense that as the actor like he knows he knows the movie he's in yeah and he's just leaning into this role and gonna do it justice as best you can and so if anyone made the awful lines work he did yeah he sold i thought he was funny yeah he sold his character pretty well in a way that i think virtually no one else did Josh Hartnett was pretty good. As, yeah, he was pretty as good. As kind of the, uh, you know, air, he, he, airhead yeah. actor. I would mention him as the second, another bright spot. Yeah, I would say that too. Partly partly for the reason you already said, which is like, it's just fun to see him and it's kind of surprising to see him almost. It's like, oh, Josh Hartnett, I like that yeah. guy. And then he's there and he's kind of he's kind of playing, you know, whenever an actor plays an actor, there's always this element of it. Like they're kind of making fun of their own culture. Correct. And an over the top. Right. And so way is, over the top. it is. Yeah funny and he does a good job at playing this dopey you know self-centered guy but i don't think then i don't think anyone and i'm staying i'll stay positive but i was gonna say like i didn't feel like the other people were matching that tone you know like the rest of the the movie felt like it was big problem was real serious is and we can get into negatives unless you don't have any but that is one of my big problems no i'll say another positive is jason statham and action sequences you know they're always like the, I felt like the fight scenes and things were, they weren't the best I've ever seen, but they were entertaining enough. Um, granted, they weren't, again, spectacular. And you feel like yeah. the knock on him, of course, is he's the same guy in every movie doing the exact same thing. Pick him up, drop him off. Yeah. In most of these action movies, now I haven't seen, what is it, Transporter? Oh, you, I, I love I haven't, the Transporter. <laughs> I haven't seen any of those. 
Uh, but when he was inserted into the uh, Fast franchise, I, oh, I thought he's. I thought he was great in that. It's just like, is he Hobbs or Shaw? Uh, that's a great they, question. He's Shaw. That, he's Shaw. They made that spinoff. I don't he's know who's Shaw. Who. I didn't see um, it. And um, so, yeah. So the bright spot, I guess, Hugh Grant and see, action. It's some action. And, I, and now I would say I gave it a little more time than Dave when I just knew like, ooh, when I knew it was going to go wrong and we're spoiling things is when we, the, the Aubrey Plaza who I mentioned is generally a bright spot. <clears throat> and I don't, I don't you really, mean, I'm not following her. Whenever you see her in the, in this movie. Anytime she's in a movie, I, I, and I, I don't, I couldn't even rattle off a bunch of movies, but I'm just thinking, Oh, if she's in it, yeah, I think she's a good actress. It's probably going to be good. Right. At least she'll be good. Right. And I don't think she could handle how bad the script was. Yeah. She couldn't pull a Hugh Grant with her character. It didn't fit. And all of her lines were just so bad. Yep. And I don't, and if you, and I made this comment to Dave, like if you're not aware you're in a movie that's as silly as the Austin Powers movies, which are brilliant because they are well aware of what they're doing. Right. You find yourself in a movie that has lines you would find in an Austin Powers movie delivered by people who are treating this like, People are, you know, like this is an R-rated movie where people are getting shot and killed and the stakes are high and people are acting real serious. Right. It's not Dr. Evil, you know, over there. Right. And you're like, oh, no. Oh, the, oh there's, Aubrey. There's nearly a scene where someone's staring at a computer and going $10 billion, right? It's, it's <laughs> no. nearly Austin Powers. Like, they almost say it. The line is almost in the movie. And there are a couple lines, right? Cocktail yeah. master. Oh man, there's a couple. I mean, I I want to return to your your thing yeah. about like Jason Statham being a bright spot because I think in general for me that's true. Like I okay. like Jason Statham. I think he's a good action yeah. stunt actor. He's a good yeah. he's a good fight scene actor. But I didn't think that was true of this movie. I think he's. I mean, I haven't seen everything he's been in. But you've seen you've seen, seen like you've seen the him at the peak of his. I've powers. seen Transporter two. <laughs> How many are there? I maybe there's three. I saw the okay. first two. Anyway. Okay. Um, I he's better when he doesn't have lines, and that's not an insult to him. I just think it speaks to the style of movie that he's right. like he, like that kind of character who just you know uh, punches people and asks questions later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's that character is better when they don't talk as much. I agree. That's that's my pitch for this style of movie in general. Right. And this is a movie that, despite, I think, being on its face, or probably by genre, an action movie. Correct. It is a very, very talky movie. It's There's so yeah, there's much dialogue. Of, there is a lot of dialogue. This movie would be about, I don't know, 75% better if they just cut out most of the lines. Yeah. And just left all and the footage. And there were some easy cuts. Leave all the footage. Like, right? the scene ended, and they snuck another bad line in. I'm like, right. you could have just got out of that. There's so much talking in this movie, and it's. I, I think this is my main gripe with it. And again, this is this is a real hot take. We just came out of the way in the theater. Right. It's, I, I think, because my first thought was like, man, these actors, are. this is rough. Like, these performances are rough. And then I kind of went, you and I was like, man, this script is so badly written these writers are bad and then i i thought i had this realization like part way through i'm like this isn't this isn't accidentally badly written i think this is a very condescendingly written movie i think okay. they're trying to make it sound a certain way they're trying to make it be bad in a very particular way in order to give it a kind of broad appeal 
I think they're. Tr- I think whoever wrote this movie, and I think Guy Ritchie three, is credited as one a writer. Them. There's like three writers, yeah. But yeah, I we think, gotta circle think, back to that. I think they're trying to. I've, I got, I had the feeling like you're trying to dumb this down so that people can follow a spy thriller who normally can't follow spy thriller movies. Like you're trying to make a democratic choice by having all these characters constantly explain and re-explain everything to each Ooh, other. Yeah. And it's condescending. Like it's really insulting. Like characters literally say the same thing to each other back and forth like three times, <laughs> like in every single scene. Someone will say something, the other character on the end of the phone will say the same thing right back to them. Or the same character will say the same thing twice in, in back-to-back lines in a way that anyone writing a script would not, you just wouldn't do. You're like, I just, unless you're like a, like a freshman so maybe, in, a, in like a college so maybe the third class, when three writers, write that way. one guy writes the line, the other one repeats it, and then the third one writes it again. I kept jotting, like I, you were, you you were I taking jotting notes. notes. I was writing yeah. down so many lines that I'm like, uh-huh. anyone who's ever written anything, <laughs> certainly someone who's getting paid here to write something, would not write, you wouldn't have Josh Hartnett say, who let this man on my plane? This is my plane. What a dumb, <laughs> what a dumb line. Why would you say both of those things that, back to that back? That line would only work in one movie. <laughs> this man on my plane. This is like, yeah, you just said it was your plane. Why would you say again right after that, that it's your plane again? Aubrey Plaza has a line on this like yacht there on in the middle of the movie. Like, yeah. Someone's like, oh, you should come to my place in Turkey this weekend. I think Hugh Grant makes this suggestion. Yeah. She says, I've got a couple things going on. But I think I can rearrange some things. It's like, why you got things going on and you can rearrange some things? Like that's a weird, that's a things. weird line. Right. Like, yeah. why, like there's like weird redundant lines. Right. Yeah. Where people say, like the the guy who's like above, um, what's Carrie Yule? Is that his name? Carrie Yule's? Yeah. Something like that. I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. Sorry, Carrie. Um, if you're listening. Like the person who's like above him in the government who he's talking to on the phone, he's like, I don't think Mike's working for anyone in this government. I'll try to figure out which government he's working for. It's like, yeah, that's implied by the previous line. That that kind of like that yeah. kind of like um redundant, repetitive writing that if you're in a writing class, your teacher would just like cross it like, Yeah, you already said like that's repetitive. Right. Like if you're trying to slim something down, like you don't need people saying the same thing back to each other. Um, like when they they're in the, they kind of break into this this like mansion at one point and they kind of gas like through the air vents somehow oh, they right. gas everyone in the house and Aubrey Plaza doing her like in in the ear voice yeah, from, yeah. she's controlling the mission from afar this is bad she says they're sleeping like babies now they're not gonna wake up anytime soon it's like you can use one or the other line right. you don't need both of those lines you know what I'm saying like or that, all that, clear we know what you're doing right. <laughs> <laughs> They but, just keep they keep in like before every step of the mission they're explaining what they're gonna do right. and then while they're on it they're explaining the thing they already explained they were going to too do. much talking and then afterward they're like did did it go okay did you do the thing you sit and they're like yep I did it like they're just repeating over and over again and I, I again I'm taking it for be I'm assuming the writers aren't idiots and they're doing it for the purposes of clarity because they're they're trying to make something that's approachable but it right. and it just ends up being very condescending really like i i need to hold your hand not even through like the trickier plot twists but just through every little step of this thing and it just feels it feels bad it just feels really clunky it slows the movie down when it should go fast right well you always i always wonder i mean everyone assumes like if you're gonna use this much money and you're gonna make a movie you probably really want to make sure you're ready to go with it 
But truth be told, often on these sure. big, expensive action movies, not that this is one of the biggest, the script isn't exactly where they want it to be. Now, I don't know the story of this movie. I'm basing a lot of my knowledge off of one of the Jason Bourne movies when they were getting new pages like daily. So this is a good fran- good action franchise with Matt Damon, right. and script changes were made constantly. I sure. think it was like the Bourne Ultimatum or whatever, and it, it, which w- ended up being great. But so, and maybe that's why it was in better hands. So when you're saying like, geez, you, you know, how strategic was it? Was it for clarity or was this like, hey, we 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 we're supposed to make this movie. Uh, we have a rough draft of what we think it's gonna be, and they're like, hey, we have a window of time. We need to get this out. Even we, you know, we could have a much better script and put this thing out in summer and it wouldn't do as well because of the competition. Let's just put out the rough draft and it's going to be clunky, but we're going to bank on the fact that the, whoever's going to come see this is going to become, it's, they're going to see the action. And a lot of the, no one would care maybe as much as we do about the clunky dialogue and the action yeah. saves everything. And There's some of the, not, some of those yeah. lines people would will unfortunately laugh at, even though they're like kind of they're real cringy lines. So you know? the case you're making is okay. So you shoot a scene, you don't necessarily have the script nailed down. So maybe you get the actors saying some things over and over again in slightly different ways, and then when you go to edit it together, you're like, well, we want to use this shot, we want to use this shot, but the person just said that line the last scene. Well, stitch them together, and maybe we end up with some repetitive dialogue. But right, least of their concerns, it's, I think. It's what gets the movie put together. Correct. And, you yeah, know, I, if that's and, the case, what a shame. You know, <laughs> you know or maybe like, it's, you know, here's the base, here's the gist of the scene. Go with it. You know, yeah. like, here's the, you know. Like, I guess my feeling, my reason for thinking it was maybe more intentionally uh, to like this is because a lot of people who like you're saying, are otherwise good actors. Like, we know Aubrey Plaza is a good True. actor. I, I Jason Statham's a good actor. Hugh Grant, obviously a good actor. Josh Hartnett, a good actor. Right. Like, But there's like a uniformity to the stiffness of their delivery in a lot of scenes. Right. Which made me feel like, was this like by direction? Did they tell you, to, did they tell you all to read it like this? Did they tell you to do it, to deliver these right. lines this way? Because you're all kind of equally... It's almost like right. it's... There's a... It's... It's really um, rough, I feel like, performance-wise and writing-wise. And like you're saying, with Aubrey Plaza specifically, like she's good. And I think there are individual scenes in this movie where she's good. Yeah. But if you take her whole performance of the whole character, it's all over the place. Well, I couldn't even figure out, like, do you really want to be with Jason Statham? Right. Are you guys romantically linked or not at all? As, like kind of a straight, a straight laced yeah. person who's on the team. She seems really like formal and down the right. middle. And then, she's the computer person. And then by halfway through the movie, she's making weird, like one liner jokes. Like yeah. when she's walking him through like the safe cracking scene. Yeah. Like super. Mansion, like she's a she telephone says, operator. She says, uh, like, or uh, 1-800 like, number. All right, all right uh, uh, Orson, time to crack it to safe. It's like, why would you say it? Like, why right. are you being a different character now who right, says yeah. little jokey, weird things? Like, yeah. you weren't doing that the whole movie up until this no. point. And then there's more and more of that as the movie goes on. It was like they discovered partway through, like, oh, just let Aubrey tell more jokes. Let her riff on this character a little bit. Right. But they didn't do that in earlier things they already shot or something. It's I, like, yeah, I w- it's I'm weird in how, a weird how way. Scattered she is. I'm probably gonna spend some time look watching interviews and looking up some stuff to see 
how this movie came together and if if anyone has said i don't know anything or if anyone said anything and um if they were like yeah or you know but and again you're putting your best foot forward i'm sure if uh she's on jimmy fallon or whatever she's not gonna be like yeah it was a mess you know (laughs) right (laughs) but uh okay so we said some positives we spilled into some negatives. Let me go on some more negatives because oh, okay. I just feel like this movie is awful and no one should see it. Like, I hope there are no sequels. Like, if we can okay. do, do our part to we, kill it, I we feel were good. in the theater and just one other person. Yeah, one at, uh, and it was the small theater, but I don't know how long this has been playing. I don't know if it's been demoted um, to the little theater I'd, or if it's... Started, started in the little started in the little theater at the end of the room. Yeah, I don't know um, the trajectory, and I don't know like. Uh, well, you you go ahead, run with another negative. I'm just gonna yeah. go to like Rotten Tomatoes here. Sure. And curious. So, uh, uh, let's go to the fight scenes in Jason Statham because again, I think for a lot of folks, you see Jason Statham on a poster, you're thinking, okay, I'm gonna I want to go see this movie. I like Jason Statham movies. He's a good action guy. Um, he's good, good choreography, good stunts. You know, he's kind of like a gymnast the way he fights. He has a very particular style that I, I, I would be excited about seeing. And a lot of people probably would. You don't get that in this movie. Are there scenes where he fights people? Yes. A couple short scenes where he fights people, but even those are handled pretty badly to my viewing. Like there's also a terrible chase. There's a, there's a, a stunt he does at the beginning, a gag where he takes a map from somebody at the airport and then he walks up to the guy he's trying to confront and he holds up the map to his face and then he punches him in the face through the map and you're like oh that was a clever little misdirection thing uh orson fortune nice job you know good trick secret agent man and then later in the movie like the end of the movie he does the same thing to somebody like within the last half hour of the movie he like takes a ma- he's carrying a map he's doing the map gag again he's right. walking around with the map trying to be incognito we've seen that punch him through the map and then i'm like he's not gonna hold that up to the guy's face and punch him in the map again is he sure and he, he does yeah. and i'm like we already saw that trick at the Maybe beginning they of the movie first when they make <laughs> when they make order. sequels to this movie is that gonna be his signature hold on hold, whoa, 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 whoa. austin powers Austin Powers has the judo chop, and yeah. Orson Fortune has the map punch. <laughs> Orson Fortune. Punching the face you, with the map. Let's just, Why does let's he just jump that? right there. Do you think there'll be a sequel? Uh, n- you know, sh- yeah, probably, but the way this goes. Okay. I'd hope Do not. you want to hear some, this? I'm staring at uh, Operation Fortune. I got more to say about Jason Statham, but sure, give me a number. <laughs> give me a number. 51% splat on That's the tomato high. That's shockingly high for how bad okay. this movie and, is. But the, and the audience score, 82. I know. Maybe. No. I guess. You're wrong. They're wrong. I don't know. No, I don't. I'm not going to try to be diplomatic go on, about I'm, I'm going to let you run. I'm going to let you run off the line again it's with movie, Jason Statham. And I'll bad. look up the box office totals. <laughs> yeah. So I covered I covered the map punching. There's another part of the movie where that they set it up like this is going to be the best action scene of the movie. He's we talked about this mansion at, in the middle of the movie. He's he's they, he cracks the safe. He steals the thing and then he's on his way out. And he's being told in his ear from Aubrey Plaza's character that every, every the coast is clear, but he comes around the back and there's a couple there's a couple guards who are yeah, awake. She clearly they, said they, go out the front. They weren't knocked out, and he he misheard his instructions or something. It turns out, and then it feels like you're about to like all right, here we go. Jason Statham he's gonna kick some butt, right? right? He's got a guy in front of him with a gun. He's got a guy behind him with a gun. He looks one. He turns on, looks the other. Then he puts up his hands, and then you hear the guy raise his gun, and Jason Statham goes, no, don't shoot, and then it cuts. And then we jump ahead to Jason Statham just hopping in the van and driving away, 
and we don't even get to see that fight scene for another like 10 minutes. They're in like a hotel room later explaining it to their their handler guy. And that's when they give you the flashback to when he's fighting, but it's kind of broken up because they showed you a little bit of it earlier and then they're showing you the rest of it in the middle. So like just from like an editing or like plot plot uh sort of distribution right, yeah. strategy like why did you hide that fight scene from me it wasn't even very long or interesting once we got to it but you like you got me all excited i was about to see a fight scene you put him in this tight spot and now we have like two or three whole scenes before you do the flashback where you show me what happened to them. right like why why like why, why I don't, and so that? and so and we at the very There's end of the a movie couple fight scenes in the whole movie but so guy Ritchie at yeah. the helm so and we, Dave and I were saying, hasn't he? He's generally like a a pretty good at these kinds of movies. Now I'm I'm thinking of two Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, where I think was one of his first, where he came on the scene. And the other movie that I do uh, really like is Snatch with Brad Pitt. Um, and so he was kind of known for like these quick cuts, action scenes, yes, some humor in it, and those movies kind of worked. Now I. I don't know really what he's done between those movies and well, this one. Yeah, did he do the Kingsman? Is he involved? No, was he involved? no, okay. no. All right. Um, it's I. That's funny you say that because I made that note. It was like one of the first things I wrote down, and this is right when I decided I this was going to be a ten bad, minutes. A bad show. Yeah, I thought you were texting Kelsey because about it was like Popeyes. all these things I don't like all at once. Like he, they, the the handler guy was trying to. He was going down to like sort of uh, retrieve Jason Statham's character to get him on this mission. From wherever he was, he was on his little rest respite, and uh, he keeps trying to tell him like, "Oh, I got a mission for you, uh, Orson," and he's like, "I'm on holiday. I'm on." He just keeps saying, "Like, man, this is the most repetitive dialogue I've ever heard in my life." But I realize in this moment, I'm like, "This movie needs to just rip forward. Like, this right. it would be it would be way. It just needs to move. Like, you can show us." Going to get him from his tropical, you know, resort. You can show us getting introduced, it, but it should just. We don't need to stop and explain everything. We don't have to talk through everything. You can just cut, 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 and rip us right, through yeah. this introductory material. Just get us to these places. The movie would be half an hour, forty minutes shorter, and it would be great. Right. Just the whole thing should just rip forward, and it can be a worse. It can. It, part I mean, of it is it's a two-hour-long movie, correct. and you're thinking there's going to be some big payoff right. or some big finale, and there really isn't. No, and what you th- and what I thought was the finale turned out not to be. <laughs> I thought this has to, but to be the end. Right. And then there was another, another kind of ending to it. And so I hear what you're saying, because when you're dealing with something bad, if you just do less of it by, by default, it's going to be better. Cause you just, <laughs> cause you just right. did less of the bad. That's right. Well, part of what makes it bad is it's taking itself so seriously and it's acting as if we right. need all this dialogue or we need all this yeah. explanation or we need all this like really cliche character work. I'm like, you can have, it's better to have a cliche character who doesn't say anything and doesn't reveal themselves to be a cliche. Right. They can just be the stock yeah. femme fatale think, character. They can be the stock guy in the van controlling the mission, like right. the Simon Pegg or right. you know, that character in the Mission Impossible movies. Like just let them be the stock character, yeah. but you don't have to give them all these lines to like I wonder if he wanted more dialogue. Uh, I mean, so he he I feel like he can not in this, but there and uh, I've seen him in what, whenever he made his way into the Fast and Furious franchise, a couple lines. But that movie became that movie franchise was kind of saved in my opinion when it became more aware of this. Oh, this is the kind of 
movie we're making that isn't super serious and it can still have some good, you know, a lot of right. good things to it, but it is more aware. And I thought he did have some funny stuff uh, in that, maybe a couple line delivery. But again, I would say probably minimum, not yeah. a ton of Those dialogue. Those kind of action movie one-liners. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind he, of, could, he could still have the Arnold that. Schwarzenegger thing. Yeah, so let me, say, let me uh, just, say well, line, I'm going to yeah. let you breathe for a second sure. on, uh, on uh, Jason <laughs> Statham? Yeah. I want to say Stratham. No, you're thinking of Fraser? Strahan. Fraser? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, movie, uh, Scream 6, Creed 3, 65, Cocaine Bear, Champions, and Jesus Revolution all made way more money. Oh, I thought you were saying movies Jason Statham was in. I'm like, he's in, he's in all these movies. <laughs> all made more money uh, than Operation Fortune. But did um, it come out the same week? Um. Because if this I, is a couple weeks old, then maybe that's not as so interesting. So it's been out for two weeks. Okay. And uh, yeah. same week as Avatar Creed. two, thirteen weeks out. Of made, course, made more money. Yeah. Of course. Um, is that the was that the Creed three weekend? Ant Man beat it too. My point was, I was kind of looking at other things on the wheel that just sure trounced it. Uh, and I don't know if our uh, our total gross on uh, this one it, it had a huge drop after the first week. And I, it's sitting at like it's made like five million dollars. It looks like or something. Yeah, there was there was a brief moment at the very beginning of the movie. For I thought kids. I thought I it could be good because uh, Carrie Yules is walking in and he's like clip clopping yeah. with his. Yeah, shoes. I like that at the beginning. And then the music kind of syncs with his very yeah. rhythmic walking on these these fancy hardwood floors as he's going to the office of like the British official who he's about to get the mission briefing from. And I was like, okay, this is a movie with style. Like this is a movie that's guy. That was the only part of the movie that I had that feeling (laughs) after the movie continued. Yeah. It was like, I'm getting, I'm getting just dumped. This dialogue is getting dumped on me. It's so bad. Like every single line, I just want to too. We're like, you got to get, you're not going to get him, right. are you? Right. Well, well, they try to do like the Ocean's Eleven intro where they introduce you yeah. to all the members of the crew right. doing these little cutaways. Yeah. And it's like it didn't work very well and it was cl- it didn't actually show them doing anything. You're just like no. explaining their backstory to him without any like footage of them right. doing the thing. And so you don't get that immediacy of just understanding the ca- You don't have like Don Cheadle blowing his way into the vault and right, exactly. where you understand it immediately his whole deal. <laughs> right. Or the two brothers fighting at the racetrack. You're like, I understand Casey Affleck. I understand your whole deal. Right, yeah. Because I saw you behaving. Yeah, they could have probably... They just have them describe these different characters to him. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you didn't get John? He's like, no, we got we got this woman, Sarah. He's like, oh, but I like John. And then like <laughs> two minutes later, he's like, but I like John. And then a minute later, he's like, but I like John. Yeah. Like, we got it. You like John. Stop. <laughs> We understand. It's You're so on bad. holiday. It's so bad. It is. Just, they just repeat the lines over and over again. All right. And then the it's like location header, location header, like the names of the cities across the screen. London, England, yeah. you know, whatever. It's like every 10 minutes, big, bold. It's and like, I, I would say, would it. you say this is true of when movies are, are you, you can feel you're not liking it, then everything stands sure. out more? Sure. Like it's just kind of like a nagging 
kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the titles, I would say, didn't bother me, and then they did. <laughs> so, and <laughs> I'm funny. like, why is that now suddenly something I don't appreciate? Yeah. Um, not that I did that much. I feel like it's worth, it's kind of worth just spoiling the whole thing. Like the movie, I mean, not that this really matters in the movie, because I think even as someone is sitting there watching it and just kind of seething a little bit, like it, I didn't care what was happening. Like I didn't care right. what the big reveal was, what this thing they were chasing the whole time was. They stop at about, you know, four fifths of the way through the movie to stop and explain the gravity of this big secret. Yeah, weapon the whole that bank the system guys have been could go down passing around. And this what this transaction is all for. It turns out it's just a big, dumb, like ill defined, like A.I. boogeyman thing. Right. Like it's, yeah. it's really badly described. And like it's A.I. It can get into any computer. Yeah. It's like a dumb it's a dumb line Chat about by. how this is the thing that's going to destroy everyone and then there's a bunch of like reminders to earlier things in the movie how like in some some movies that are confusing you get the little flashback to something that happened earlier in order to right. remind you so that you understand the you know what happened yeah here. there was it's a little like, we that. don't need that in this movie thank you it's not that complicated. they gave they gave us a little <laughs> bit though that, it's not that complicated you remember trent you, and right, jordan i don't need you to run back oh, through, like, from I, the boat you're right yeah. i remember i remember those guys again that's i feel like the movie's like it's intentionally condescending it's like we want this to be a movie everyone can watch and enjoy and not feel like it's it's moving too fast for them or it's right it's it's i think it's intentionally sluggish and intentionally repetitive wow this is my kid this is i think I think people who make movies and make all this money making movies are not are not necessarily dumb. I think this is a strategic choice. Certainly not all of them. I just mean like a lot of stuff on TV, for right. example, like the executives making millions of dollars off of all these right, reality yeah. shows. They don't think this is brilliant entertainment. They think no. they think we're just going to give the people, you know, this. Oh, like, right. You know, yeah. all this like sugar, all this corn syrup, basically. <laughs> just like all I'm this, sure like, brainless stuff. They and saw a like, plane, the success of plane. They ripped this together. And, and they're month. like, hey, I think we can get this done in two weeks. It's, Let's go. It's tough. Um, it's kind of like a. there are fun elements. This is what's I think especially frustrating about it is that there are elements to it that if explored could have been a lot funnier. You leaned over to me partway through and that's when you said like this is like austin powers but n- <laughs> not funny like austin powers if it wasn't funny or right, something yeah. like that which is a really good description because there's so many elements to the movie that would have been could have been really funny yeah or a lot more interesting if they just explored them rather than just soldiering on with this very cliche spy thing yeah like if they, the josh hartnett character like this actor being thrown into this big spy situation that's right. really funny like yeah. let him run away with more of the scenes and there's like a post credit scene where they show him kind yeah. of that was funny yeah. like i was like that was better than most of the movie yeah. that little post credits thing where right. he's you know applying things he learned in the field basically in his next movie yeah um it's you know it has this Argo element where it's like we you know we got like actors yeah a little bit getting involved and trying to make the fake thing in order to get us out playing himself um, playing himself right is just I don't know it was yeah so we're it t- has a lot of the bad I can't it's so easy for me to keep on going but like <laughs> the lines were like there's so many moments like I said earlier like you can predict the lines like. There's a part where a guy gets like thrown off a thing and you're like, he's not going to say it really. And then the guy says the, says the line, you know, is like teed up a big soft. So here's, here's a question. And I think this is the folks listening. I think they want to know. So we're obviously you like plane more than this. Plane. 
Plane we're, like is we don't we don't really officially grade movies, but we're what so what much better is plane like a C and this is just an F. Where are you at with this? What's a compared to plane? Compared to this movie, plane. Well, I'm is saying a, I'm looking at our wheel like spins, an, and I think this is what this is what I want to. One of the things I want us to do with this wheel is I feel like we won when we on the wheel the first time, and I feel like we yeah. lost to the wheel this time. Yeah. I mean, the wheel knows what's best for us. We've established, like the wheel. The wheel gives us what we, what we deserve. <laughs> so maybe we've earned it somehow. Some, the universe wanted, needed us to see Operation Fortune. Oh man! Uh, so I mean, Ruse de Guerre. I'll give it the whole time. Right. Yeah. So uh, I'm flashing forward to when, you know, a year from now or a little, a little earlier, when we're sort of like, how many movies have we seen? Yeah. Now, two of the movies on our list are going to be Operation Fortune and Plane. Hey, this might be good insight for so the Oscars. I have to see 10 more movies immediately, so I have a, a top 10 that doesn't have to involve those two. <laughs> um, so f- with Flash and Fortune, uh, you feel you made your peace rough. with this? I, I don't. I still feel a little unsettled, and I know this has mostly just been a rant by me about, but it's... <laughs> It's, it's not good. I'm not exaggerating when I say it's the worst movie I've seen in a really long time. Like it's it's really really bad, and I'm sensitive yeah. to bad writing. Like I, I was getting picky with like Tar's writing and Tar right, was a yeah. great, Tar was a great movie, but like I was getting picky with the script. <laughs> right. Now I feel stupid for getting picky with the script of Tar because this movie is the worst script. It's not the, good. It's like the it was unless so, you are an absolute. So bad. Hugh Grant diehard and Hugh just Grant is funny. You just want to throw away four bucks and get a laugh. I mean, it's and not some even popcorn. Funny. It's not like laugh out loud. Like he's no, it was lines. the character and situation. It was the best part of a real funny. of a bad yeah. bad movie. It's not worth seeing just for him. No, 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 no. I, I would say, e- yeah, even it's when, not even in that much of the movie to, all told. Even when this goes to streaming, you. You might have skip to. Skip it. You might have to burn skip it. it. Yeah, burn it. <laughs> Whatever right. you can do. Like, if you see somebody start it, like dive across the room right. and knock the remote right. out of their hand. Like that's how that's how bad it is. Like I think I said last time, like playing. Like, hey, if it's on on a weekend right. and you're sitting at home and you you jump in halfway different. through plane, on, on the USA Network, watch it. Yeah, but plane. There was some enjoyment I had with plane. This, this one, is, it this progressively is. just got worse and. And and there's definitely a couple moments I was like uncomfortable, like, oh my god, this is now just yeah. just needs to end. So, yeah. um, I'm gonna pull us out of this tailspin of uh, hating yeah, on Operation Fortune. So, uh, he is, and so really, um, really help me out. Here. So the here's what we know. Okay, we recorded uh, a couple episodes uh, ahead of time, including this one. So Operation Fortune maybe isn't even currently playing anymore. <laughs> By the time you hear this, by the time you hear this, it's two weeks. But if so, we did you a favor by delaying this release. If you were somewhat intrigued, and now it's not even there. Yeah. But um, so a couple weeks ago, we did our Oscar predictions, and uh, if you listened last week, that was recorded ahead, and we were talking about Triangle of Sadness, uh, and Doritos. Great episode. Well, I think they'll it's, be the judges. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a great <laughs> was episode. Fun. Yeah, we got a good. It, we had a lot of fun involving food and. Uh, triangle of sadness which uh, you know listen to that if you haven't before i, I tell you yeah. <laughs> we'll get a couple more views or listens yeah. on that um but we did make our oscar predictions and we just wanted to get back to you in case you weren't commenting already on yeah. uh, how many we missed actually because we both dave and i were very disappointed in our <laughs> predictions 
Yeah, it's worth saying, and just for a little inside baseball, like our 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 last episode on Trigal Sadness was recorded before the Oscars Correct. in order to give us some time in the schedule. Correct. And then this episode we're talking right now is re- being recorded two days after the Oscars. So even though you're hearing it two weeks after the Oscars, this is actually closer to right. the show than our last episode. We're going to get better about this way. timing thing. No, there's no problem with it. I'm just explaining uh, yeah. why we're talking about it now and didn't last <laughs> week because that was pre-recorded and this one's actually being recorded after the Should show. I pull so an anyway. Operation Fortune and re-explain what you just said? <laughs> yeah, say it all in different <laughs> words back to me. And in fact, don't even use different words. Use the same words. So what Dave's just said is... <laughs> Yeah, so recording it two days what after. A brain dead script. What uh, a stupid. So there's twenty. I'm just gonna movie. cut to the chase. There's twenty three, twenty three categories, and um, I was bragging. I was saying last year I got twenty one out yep. of twenty three. I was such a whiz kid. Yeah, man. And nope. that's why that's why the wheel gave us Operation Fortune. Maybe it, it you saw me being cocky. You did, and then it was yeah. like, here's what you, here's your reward for. Yes, for it was. Uh, yeah, I got like 15. Dave, you had what, 14? 14, one less than you. Uh, and uh, shout out to Kels. Uh, 16. 16, she won, correct. She won our party. So, yeah, um, great. yeah and, um, but still, I was. It was tough. So, I mean, everything, everywhere, real, you know, maybe just to comment on that because that was the, the big movie of the night, obviously. I think everyone saw that coming as it took home best. As I'm sure if you're somewhat paying attention to things in the world, if you're listening to this, you're probably vaguely aware of what's was going on in the movie world with the Oscars. And it took home, I think, seven and the with picture, director, actress, supporting yeah, actors, a lot of the big supporting ones. actress, screenplay, Ed- editing. editing. And uh, we just we thought the Academy voting might give a little love to a couple other movies that people really seem to lock. And it was just this wave. Yeah. More, I mean, I, we knew it was coming, but I didn't think it was going to be this avalanche for a movie that I do I, I do want to see it again. I do think it's interesting, but I didn't feel like... Be, you didn't be, love it on first I didn't, viewing. No, and even though I like loved the people in it and yeah. appreciated a lot of it, ra- shout out to Rakakuni again, but um, <laughs> it was also like confusing at times and v- I thought like would like could easily like turn people off more than turn yeah. that many people on in terms of like a easy best picture, best writing, best yeah. everything award. Yeah. So um, we, we said that back in our Oscar picks episode, it said, well, the big question of the night is, is everything everywhere just going to sweep the board? And if it doesn't, to what extent does it or doesn't it like, is it going to get most of the thing it's nominated for just a couple? Like, is it just going to get, and it turned out to be, it didn't sweep. It didn't get everything it was nominated for, but it got most of the awards it was nominated for, right. and a lot of the big ones, anyway. So that was one of the stories of the night. The other one is what you just referred to. I, I think I talked to you earlier today, and I was saying, yeah, I was looking over my ballot, just kind of trying to think, what can I learn from this? What, what did I do wrong? Is there any story here? Is there any like pattern yeah. of bad decision I made? And going category to category, I don't really think there was. A lot of the ones I got wrong came down to the like the 50-50s we described when we were picking. We're like, yeah, it's probably this or this. And most of the time, I picked the wrong one, it, t- yeah. it turns out. And now I had I a would, couple surprises. <laughs> I had I had Black Panther's costume design. I was going to say, that was – I thought you were a fool. You thought I was – thought I was <laughs> Because she won before, which you would think, oh, but I if she won before, wouldn't she win again? Yeah. And I was reading it the other way. But like, I went the wrong way on several. The only thing I could come up with in terms of a pattern that I noticed was that 
I made several decisions based on the fact that I thought, and I think people often do this, they think like, well, the Academy will show some love to this this movie over here because it's not nominated anywhere else. Right. This idea that like, well, if there's a lot of good movies in the year, voters are going to be inclined to throw them a bone right. if they have an ch- opportunity to. Right. And I think that's sometimes true. Like Top Gun won Best Sound and it didn't win anything else. And you can you can use that as an explanation. Like, right. oh, it's, there's Top Gun got a little bit of love at the Oscars. It's not going to win Best Picture, but no. they gave him this this technical got award the that, nom. It, that it deserved. Yeah. Um, and I think I use that logic for several. You and I both picked Banshees for original screenplay. Would you say? And I was like, you know, I would want that one to win best screenplay of these choices, but I also feel like that's its opportunity to win something, and it, I didn't think it would win anything anywhere else. If you could pluck, I'll put you on the spot here for a second, yeah. even though I think you're leaning that way. If you could take, because we're all about taking Oscars away and giving them to other movies, but if um, you could, like, not because it would help your ballot get another one right, but if you really felt like this award really should have went to this movie, do you think do you think it should have been the screenwriting award going to McDonough for Banshees, or would you say like everything everywhere should not have won Best Picture in your opinion? Um, that's a big, too much. That's a big that question. Much? I mean, Banshees was also nominated for Best Picture, correct? Right. I yeah, I don't think I personally would have voted for everything everywhere for best picture given those 10 choices. Okay. As I've explained to you though, my favorite movie of the year was not even nominated for best picture, which was Jordan Peele's Nope. Which yeah. I still hold it was the best movie. I can't movie believe it didn't even show up for a writing nom. Yeah, I was kind of bummed about that. Early Had a WGA nom. Came out. So but um, I also love Banshees of Inisherin. I love everything everywhere all at once. I thought it was a great movie. I d- I don't think it to me it wasn't like an amazing like win all the categories right, yeah. movie but it was like a fun it was a fun movie i thought right. it was i thought it was well done and had good qualities i'm i'm kind of shocked it it did what it did but we talked about this too like when you're the movie of the moment and you you sort of peak at the right time you get everyone talking about you at the right time um you know that that's what does it i would be as surprised if another movie like everything everywhere won anytime soon like it feels like it was kind of had its moment and right. it captured well, like I expect there's going to be a lot of weird movies in the next few years, people trying to capture some of that energy, more than the Daniels, Here. more than the A24 folks. People are going to try to right. capture the weird, the weirdness. Minus the um, model, but we'll see. The pandemic year when the like the ceremony didn't happen or it was a closed off ceremony and like Nomadland won. Like I, I have such a hole in my movie watching yeah. on all that, but I do feel like I remember like with um, – like Coda last year. Yeah. Like here's a movie that just seemed like, and I'm thinking of the Screen Actor Guild, like it won like the ensemble acting. Parasite won the ensemble act. Like, and yeah. it seemed like everyone was like, oh, we want this to win. Now Parasite, I wouldn't say was like, like where Coda and everything everywhere, like kind of like these happy heartfelt endings so pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Parasite was just a bonkers ending. I love the ending. Yeah, I agree, too. So, I mean, it is interesting, but I do feel like, and my takeaway, like you're saying, what can I learn? You know, if you're going to screw up, what can I learn from this? So next year, um, it feels like I'm not going to discount this momentum that I'm sensing You know, before I just go, oh, I guess everything's going to get a little bit. It might just be, no. Where where is this swell yeah. coming from? And I mean, if you just picked everything everywhere, 
across the board, across you would have done pretty well. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Elvis, because right, Elvis didn't win anything, and I was doing that too. I was like, oh, I didn't really like Elvis personally, but I'm like, no. well, they'll like it a little I mean, bit. And so Austin I'll, Butler I'll had pick, a chance. I picked it for a couple things. I think picked it for yeah. one thing. I picked it for makeup, and right. then I picked Babylon for a couple things. Again, I was I doing that thing where I'm spreading it around yeah. and thinking like, well, they're going to want to show love to these movies where they can. Right. When in reality, what happened was everything ever won a lot of the awards. All Quiet won more than I, even I had picked for it, and right. I went big on All Quiet. Um, when and you get the, the Whale wins two Oscars the and whale wasn't won even nominated for Best Picture. Because I, um, I only had it down for the one. So anyway, I don't know if the lesson is just just go all in on one movie. I don't think that's a good strategy No, I'm saying like the mo- watch for the, the momentum. Don't discount the momentum. Yeah, I think you were saying that too. Like the things that won the most recent like Guild Awards went on to win their respective categories. Right. And that's not always like a hundred percent predictive, but it seemed like it was this time. Like you right. should have just gone with everything the Writers Guild picked, everything Directors Guild Correct. picked, everything the producers. Because maybe Guild picked. maybe they yeah. don't match up. Even but when you're Curtis trying to figure out which one them. might not match up, yeah. you could be in trouble. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure next year will come around, and I just I'll make all the same. Now, I no. mean, I guess what I was thinking this year was like, well, I'll do the same kind of prep I did last year and I'll should do just as well because it's not like I did some extra kind of right super homework when I got 21 on No, you watch some people on YouTube. Gotten, you, you and I have gotten like 20 in the past or oh, 19. Yeah. Like that, those aren't like crazy numbers in it for a year no. for us. But it was kind of low this year. 14s and right. 15s well, is pretty low for us. And there, there were more. And I didn't think... But Could we knew go going either in, way. Yeah, going yeah, yeah. in, we called that out. Like, yeah. this doesn't feel as locked in as usual. So we predicted that it would be unpredictable. I did put our ballots together, and I was like, well, if we were doing oh, yeah, a how podcast do we do together? ballot yeah, together, I'm, I'm lobbying for that. all our things we got correct, and yeah. just if we, one of us got it correct, we counted as getting it. We had 17 out of 23. So okay. your brother... Uh, we tied my brother as well as both of us together (laughs) yeah that's right that's what i i think i want a version of the show where yes you fill out your ballot i'll fill out mine and we'll put that in a folder over there and then we'll talk through the ballot yeah and make our together picks but then we would have to persuade each other kels will be in since she was the champion tiebreaker and she'll be if it goes we're like hey i think austin butler you think fraser (laughs) she'll come over and she'll be like it's clearly brendan fraser and then we'll be like no all hail the Kells. <laughs> That's right. That's right. She's the reigning champ. We got to get a belt, like a big wrestling belt. That, yeah. Uh, the, the a Clubber Lang, Mr. T belt. Uh, so yeah. we're coming down from the Oscars still, yep. but uh, it was a good show and we had a good time watching. If if we were both kind of like running our fingers through our hair quite a bit, just wondering what, what went wrong. Oh, yeah. What happened? <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. a lot of that, but it was it a good was. time. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get him next year. We'll, well, uh, oh, yeah. We'll, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll no, we'll no, see fine. how long we go before I lock in my first pick. Uh, anyway, it's, Operation Fortune, uh, Ruse Daguerre, don't see it. I'm going to lock that don't. in for zero nominations. Please don't see it. Um, if you hear about anyone going to see it, try your best to like, offer them anything. Offer them dinner. Offer them, Just get them away from the movie theater. I will kind of want to bump bad. into someone that if has seen it. If you have friends that like it, you should stop hanging out with them. <laughs> That's how I feel. It's really, really well, bad. On the off chance, someone really out bad. there is listening. Nope. That was not nope. both of us. I'm willing to lose <laughs> listeners over this. Oh, my god! I'm going to take a stand. You can try to win them back if you want to in the future, but I am I'm going to hard if you commit say, to hey, this being I bad. see everything, Hugh Granson. Then you're okay. <laughs> then you're okay. <laughs> 
All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And uh, 